Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We had the ruling by Judge Robinson that was a six-game suspension. What happens next? And now the NFL has said, oh, no, no, we're going to the wall for this. We want an indefinite suspension, and yeah. now potentially the league uh, could be sued by the NFLPA. I don't know that that's really going to happen. But no, no, now, no, no, uh, no. Now, the NFL, now the NFL's got some teeth, and, it, and I'm, I'm digging them. I'm digging them, digging in, saying, okay, you know what? This is not something that is okay, and we are going to go further with this. It's going to be ugly, and there's going to be all 
kinds of crazy. It's going to be political. And I, I don't mean political, political. I mean political where, oh, well, you didn't do this before when it came to this type of story. And you acted this way in the past. It's going to be from both ways. But now the NFL is at, okay, we are standing up for the rights of everybody, for the rights of women. And we're saying we have to do better. And this is going to be the example of that. Now it's going to get, it's going to be big. It's going to go for a while. But the NFL has said, no, this is not okay. And we are standing up now. And this is a legacy-making thing for Roger Goodell. Well, I think it's exactly what, I mean, certainly I anticipated when we were talking about it the other day with with Deshaun Watson and the six-game ruling was that, well, power still rests in the chair of the commissioner and the handy-dandy CBA. She put it all on a platter. But with all of the clauses and disbelief about his integrity and honesty in the process, uh, the fact that you have 24 cases uh, as civil suits, not to mention the fact that the Texans settled 30 cases. So ponder that for another minute. There's still another six uh, on top of what we already knew was happening. So, yeah, not surprised at all. And now it's just a question of what's the the final verdict because even if they try to take it to court if they do that then it potentially bleeds into you know because a lot of folks have been mad about the dollar amount that watson was going to lose in this process remember even if he lost a good chunk of one of the seasons he's still getting 200 million dollars so you decide how much it it, it hurts certainly it, it has a better feel i think for everybody on the outside to say he he lost more than $400,000 or $500,000, certainly, given the largesse of that contract. But if they do appeal and they want to fight in courts, well, then that goes into 2023. And would the Browns have the, I don't even know, the, the I want to use the intestinal fortitude, Jason, but would they have the hubris to say, you know what, we're going to restructure his deal for 2023 down to a million-dollar base salary? knowing that that potentially uh, would be when a suspension would go if he were to take it to court and what the optics of that are. Because part of what the NFL is doing here, as much as they're concerned about the fan base and, and women, is it's more on the pragmatic side of the, we look really bad and this is protect the shield on a whole other level. Well, and, and the other part of it, which you alluded to, is, is what really it's what pisses me off about it and amps this up to the point where the NFL is digging in because uh, Deshaun Watson, this according to Judge Robinson, was not remorseful for any of his actions. Yet the Browns put out this happy sunshine statement. Oh, we know Deshaun is remorseful. Wait. Yeah. So is he or is he not? The while judge t- while telling us all if we were upset, right? we were triggered. Yes, we were triggered by no, no other. Twenty-four women that he had to settle with. If he's innocent, and you, why is he not? Why did he not talk and, and, and take the stand in his own defense? Why? Why couldn't if he have done nothing wrong? Why couldn't he do that? Why did he lie to a judge? I mean, all of these things, and 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 the Browns' attitude throughout this whole thing. Not only the way they have stood behind him, because there's a way to stand behind the guy, and there's a way to stand behind him, and they're standing behind him like, well, what, what, what's wrong? This is this is he's done nothing wrong. He's right. no, you got to own this a little bit, and this is what what really pisses a lot of people off, and and really amps it up because they gave him two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed, and 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 they were big enablers of of turning this into not just oh. 
man, Deshaun Watson's still in the NFL. Oh, no, no, no. All this happened, and guess what? He's getting the most guaranteed money in the history of the game. Wait, wait, wait. The guy is still under some sort of investigation for sexual misconduct with 24 women, and here's $230 million guaranteed? I, this is, you, 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 I don't understand that that's part of it. That had they handled this differently, had Deshaun Watson been more remorseful, had the Browns not just said, here's all kinds of money, oh, and by the way, we'll structure your contract so if you do get suspended, you won't lose a lot of money. Had they not done all this, we may not be at this point. But because of how defiant they were, all that does it, that makes every that makes me want to dig in and go, no, you go, you keep this guy out of the league. This guy clearly has stuff going on. He, and, and, and you look at having to settle with 24 women and everything else that goes along with it. No, yeah, now I'm glad he's not in the league and I want the NFL to go to the wall and make sure he's not in the league. But We've had situations like this before where players have wound up playing, and because of the, because of the attitude that they have taken, I mean, I mean the Browns, the Haslam's, and Deshaun Watson, this is a big reason why we are where we are right now, where the NFL has said, nope, six games is not enough. We want an indefinite suspension. They want a Trevor Bauer-type situation where you're suspended, you have to apply to us to get back in because they saw how it worked for Major League Baseball. It's what they want to do here. Yeah, for the NFL, one of the things that came out in the appeal and, and a lot of the discussion is that they are looking to have a monetary component to this above and beyond the several hundred thousand dollars, again, owing to the way the contract was structured You know, from the Browns. And, and it's no, no means a defense here uh, of the Cleveland Browns and their attitude. They decided to overpay for a guy they think is a transcendent talent that once the legal issues were resolved that he would earn those dollars on the field maybe distasteful maybe awful business and the optics are certainly horrifying but they were crossed off the list from all reports we had right that watson didn't want to go to cleveland so what did that mean all right go get another giant bag of money And that's what they did, and they made it guaranteed. And again, just because they've made a bad deal and tried to change, uh, you know, for their franchise, uh, look at the other teams that have signed on players. The guarantees aren't getting near to that. But as we look at the NFL going forward, it's always been leading down this road. Yeah, you guys agreed to this intermediary, but you still signed a CBA that said Rodgers in charge. For anybody that's complaining about that today, because I saw that, it's like, well, what was the point of having this intermediary? Because that's what the PA wanted. Mm -hmm. But nobody bothered to tell anybody that voted on it that it was still going to end up on the Iron Throne of Roger Goodell? (laughs) Again, another great example of how dopey this union is at times. Well, this was well. If if we have a if we have something that works for the NFL, it will be fine. If they don't like it, we're just going to go to Roger Goodell anyway. That's where that's where it's going to sit. And but look, that's it. And this appeal could be either heard by Goodell or he could appoint someone. I can't believe he's going to appoint somebody else. But even if so he I'm does, sure it's going to be himself. Right. But even appeal. if he were to appoint somebody, you know what he's telling him? No, six games is not enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're basically a puppet. I'm appealing to myself. I'm appealing that six games is not enough. Agreed. Oh, thank you. All right, great. I agreed with myself. Six games. Now we're going to have this. Here we're into the penalty phase. Yeah, so whether uh, it's 12, 12 games or a full season or indefinite, 
a harsher penalty is coming. And, and yeah, no, this is where they we've want been headed season. the entire entire time. And now it just becomes a question of if you want to sue, like when Brady sued over Deflate Gate and everything else. Again, the number of people that just want to push these things together that they're not the same. Okay, once and for all, they're not they're not the same the way the CBA is structured. But Tom Brady fought legally for a long time, was able to play. If the Browns want to take that tact, then yes, I, Watson can be on the field potentially. But Goodell and the NFL are going to do everything they can to make sure that doesn't happen. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever 
you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We have a special guest coming up right now. Long time friend of the show. You can follow him on Twitter, at Ornberger. That is at Ornberger, former NFL star. Now you can hear him on Extra 1360 here on Fox Sports Radio. And right now, he has his face pressed up against the glass outside of the stadium trying to get in to see Juan Soto in his first game for the San Diego Padres. Rich L., what's happening, buddy? Oh, my gosh. I'm so good. I am so good. And you're absolutely right. I'm just standing on the shoulders of giants over here. Juan Soto, Josh Bell, Brandon Drury. Nobody knew who he was. He was the third baseman for the Cincinnati Reds. He's now hitting grand slams <laughs> for the Padres. I mean, Josh Hader. I mean, this whole, this whole thing, dude, it is just bonkers what's happening. The vibe is strong in San Diego right now. I'm just picturing the last 24 hours, people running around San Diego just hugging each other and, and jumping up and down in the, in the fields and singing songs. <laughs> oh, it, you, you've nailed it. Yeah, like the, the – the, let's put it this way, and this is fair in assessment of San Diego from a, a sports standpoint. Not a lot to celebrate. Not a ton to celebrate over the years. You know, there have been some playoff appearances. And I'm talking both with the Chargers when they were here and with the San Diego Padres. You know, it's been – it's a city bereft of a lot of sports achievement that you could truly wrap your arms around and say, hey, yeah, but remember that one special year? Yeah, a lot of those – unfortunately, those, those special years ended with, you know, getting snuffed in the Super Bowl or the World Series. So it is, it is time. It feels like the tides have finally turned, my friends. And, uh, look, I mean, then out west, uh, is, it, is it still up for grabs? I mean, all of a sudden it feels like anything's possible. Look at you. That is positivity on a whole other level. I do have to ask, though, are all the San Diegans still running around in their costumes from uh, Comic-Con and, and celebrating this new windfall for the Padres? Oh, it's so funny. After Comic-Con, when you take a drive down to the gas lamp to take in a, a Padres game and – you're just seeing the refuse and remains of, of Comic-Con costumes that have been ditched and left asunder. You know, you're stepping over Wolverine claws and, you know, questionable outfits. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. It really is. The, the face paint and lipstick melting on the hot sidewalks as we approach the August, the, the height of the summer. It's just, wow, wow. Uh, so, yeah, alongside of Comic-Con, which is a, an enormous celebration in San Diego, the Major League trade deadline might have even been a bigger one. All right, so let me throw this at you before we get into football. I could, If I could guarantee you the Padres roar from behind, they win the NL West. No chance. They win the World <laughs> Series, and you get to throw out the first pitch before Game 7 of the World Series. But you have to lose a finger. What are you picking? Oh, yeah, the pinky. Uh, it doesn't run well anyway. <laughs> oh, it does? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, it, 
I got a leftover crooked pinky from my playing days. It doesn't serve me well anyways. I will say this. It is a handy... See, there you go. Clip it off. Way to go there, Ronnie Lott. That's an easy one for me. All right, two yeah. fingers. Now it's got to be both pinkies. Oh, boy. Yeah, now, now we're... Well, I mean, I guess I'm going to stick with that hand because then I'll take off the middle finger on the left hand and I'll look like a Ninja Turtle. Okay. <laughs> There you go. You probably you found swimming. a couple of those costumes down there as well. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, the orange boy. headband, the nunchucks, the pizza. I'm Michelangelo. That's why. Yeah. Maybe a couple of giant rats roaming around the uh, streets as well. Rich Ornberger, our teammate here at Fox Sports Radio, 1360 down there in San Diego each and every morning. He and trying to contain the excitement, the exuberance of one Steve Hartman. So let's turn to the NFL, Rich. Uh, obviously, the Deshaun Watson story stands front and center six games is what judge robinson says nfl files the appeal uh if you were to spin the wheel what where do you think this lands ultimately i think he's still going to ultimately play this season one way or another and i'll tell you the two reasons why i feel that way first and foremost if they're really if they're really going hard after an indefinite suspension that will obviously include a full-year suspension this season for Deshaun Watson, I, I have a feeling the NFLPA is going to launch a federal suit against the NFLPA on behalf of Deshaun Watson, which will give him the ability to play out the entire year. Because if discipline, you know, if this goes to the National Labor Board, if discipline is under review, the employee and the employer have to come to some sort of agreement to allow work to continue. And so until that gets all sorted out, so he, he may actually, you know, end up being able to play this full season while this case goes to federal court. Now, if it doesn't go that crazy, like if the NFL um, hears the, the recommendation from the NFLPA or the threat, whatever it is, after they've announced that they – want to appeal the six-game suspension that was recommended by Sue L. Robinson, uh, then, then I think there's a possibility they say, okay, let's double it up. Let's make it 12. Okay, let's make it 10. Let's just make, make it clear that this level of behavior, this level of serial behavior that Deshaun Watson is being accused of can never happen again in this league because that's essentially what you're looking to do is to apply discipline that is commensurate with the perceived uh, uh, problem. And I think if you ask any member of the media, I mean, shoot, in, in, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't say every player, but a majority of players currently playing and former players, if they think six games is enough for what's being alleged here, I promise you the lion's share are going to tell you, yeah, six games feels a little light. So I think there is a happy medium here somewhere. Uh, you know, and that almost feels like an inappropriate term to use, considering how severe the situation is. See, and I I hear that, and I felt there was a there was that perspective before the decision. But it seems like the NFLPA has dug in. We're not going to appeal. You shouldn't either. And seeing the way that Watson and the Haslam's have reacted to this, I've done nothing wrong. I, I'm not. I, I'm remorseful when he really wasn't remorseful. All the things we got from the judge. I, I, I look at the NFL as saying, okay, now that's it. Now we're going for everything. We're going for indefinite suspension, which is at least a year. And, and you have to try to get back in. And you want this to be tangled up in court for a long time good luck we're also coming after more money from you i don't know that 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 go between exists anymore just because of how the last couple of days have gone 
It just depends on if they want to draw the line here and now. You know, I think what they were hoping for is to have the first process where the independent arbitrator was going to be used to handle a major disciplinary case when smoothly. And so I think they wanted to come off looking very strong here, but also, you know, kind of side-eyeing this whole process saying, like, do we really want our first, like, major national disciplinary case to go to federal court? Like, the one that has the interests of the world waiting with bated breath to see what the outcome is? The answer is most likely not. The truth is the NFL, if they could have Deshaun Watson start every single game this season and not have any blowback, that would be ideal for them. Because, again, at the end of the day, what's good for Deshaun Watson kind of is good for the NFL, too. Meaning, if he's a star player and he's you know throwing touchdown passes and he's getting all sorts of yards and he's lighting up your fantasy football team, well, well, that's good for the league as long as there's no blowback for him doing all those things. So what's what is the number? It's not six games. We know that. The public has spoken. And I think in the court of public opinion, that is too few. It feels like there's going to be pushback from, you know, a certain faction of the fan base if you try to indefinitely suspend him. So they're trying to figure out what that, that middle point, meeting point, I should say, is between the two. And trust me when I tell you, they're hoping that they can get him back on the field, but but then also look strong as possible in doing so. So I don't know if they can find that. I agree with you. This may go nuclear. This may get sorted out in the courts. But I think they're going to try to find that meeting point, wherever it may be. Rich, let's go to, down to uh, Tampa. Your old teammate and friend uh, turns 45. He loses his center. Uh, and he's, well, more of the stuff that you had talked about uh, in, in terms of dysfunction in Tampa seems on full display based on the findings of the Miami Dolphins investigation related to tampering. What do you make of all of that? And, and how much longer is Tom Brady playing there uh, before becoming a, a porpoise? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got to add a couple of things to the equation here. Yes, it, it was a dif- dysfunctional re- relationship um, between the head coach and the quarterback there in Tampa, and then also the offensive coordinator and the quarterback in Tampa. You know, it just not everybody was seeing eye to eye in that building, and he really did take the reins of the offense, and, and very much so. And the reason why I reported is because it was the, the facts as I heard them from inside the building you know that he wanted out you know and and if if it was possible to do that by shifting himself into miami you know just kind of a hop skip and a jump from tampa well sure that that sounds now like there's evidence that that was all potentially going to go down if you know the whole fiasco with brian flores didn't blow up that that entire circumstance so you know you, you look at this from that side of it but then you also look at it from this side of it you know is he going to go and be a Miami Dolphin one day without Sean Payton as his head coach, without, you know, with, with all of the attention being applied and paid to the discipline that was just handed down to that organization? Or is he going to walk off into the sunset cashing $37.5 million checks with Fox as a broadcaster next season? I would say, just like everybody else, the boat I'm in is I have no idea what he's going to do next. And that is a really strange thing to say about a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's done everything amazing, right? So you assume that he's going to find the right way to retire, but that's a difficult thing to do. 
We've seen many other players of, of similar stature, not the same, he's obviously the best, struggle with walking away from the game. They've almost had to be cried away from the game. I'm very curious if that's going to be the case with him. He's on Twitter, at Ornberger. That is at Ornberger, former NFL star. Check him out, Extra 1360, here on Fox Sports Radio. And his Wikipedia page calls him a sports satirist and former <laughs> NFL star. I like that. A sports satirist. satirist. It sounds so much better than broadcaster or announcer. It sounds like, whoa, that Rich Ornberg, he's so great. He's so a erudite and a, and a wordsmith of the highest yes. degree. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. And I'll tell you right now, as soon as I find out what satirist means, I'll know whether it be offended or really pleased. <laughs> You're the best. Um, Richie L, as always, buddy, thanks so much, man. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great one. <laughs> you got it, guys. Right. Got you See you, buddy. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it one Hundred. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? 
This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah! Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Well, speaking of games, we got one now. Tom Brady turns 45 today. Is he going to play till he's 50? Yes. But to celebrate his 45th birthday, Justin Frostberg has a game that we're going to play. I have no idea what it's about or the rules, but Frostberg, take it away. How many fumbles have the Jets? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There was one, and it included an ass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll start easy. Ready? Okay. I'm an ass man. How many seasons does Tom Brady have with 4,500-plus passing yards, including the playoffs? Including the playoffs. With 4,500 pa- – all right. 4,500-plus um, passing yards in a season, including the playoffs. All right. Well, he- he didn't have a lot in the very beginning of his career. I'm, I'm going to say, say like three. No, no, he's got way more than that. I'm going to say 45. I'm going to say 10. Very close. What's he at? He's at like 90,000 now, right? Yeah, I was going to say 11. Not a bad guess. Mike, you want to go again? Uh, no. no I went, I went, <laughs> in other words, Mike, you're really wrong. You want to call a friend? No, no. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. No, I just know the aggregate where it's where it is approximately. Never, ever, ever take the under with Tom Brady, Mike. Come on. No, that's a fair point. <laughs> the answer is 13. <laughs> wow. 13. 4,500-yard seasons. Wow. Okay. True or false? Oh, by the way, the Jets have not had one guy ever throw for 4,000 <laughs> yards in a season. And they so never you know. will. Yeah. True or false? Tom Brady has more touchdowns in his 40s. Than Troy Aikman had in his entire career. That's true. True. Ooh, in his career. Touchdown passes in his career? Touchdowns. Oh, more touchdowns. I mean, in his 40s. a long time. In his 40s. Oh. You know what? I'm going to say yes because something like that, it sounds like it's true. So I'll say, I'll say true. Now you guys suck. It's true. Nice. Wow. What's up, man? You guys think you're good, huh? You ready? 
Name the current NFL head coaches that are younger than Tom Brady. Sean McVay. Younger than Tom Brady. There's a lot of them. Josh McDaniel. All right, Sean McVay. Uh, No, Josh McDaniels is older than that. Um, Josh McDaniels is not an answer. Uh, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is correct. So we got Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel? Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, my guy down Mm. in uh, Miami. Mike McDaniel's correct. What about Robert Sala? That is correct. Oh, what's up, Smith? You suck. Jason Smith, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) You get a correct for that as well. (laughs) All right. Oh, Kevin Uh, O'Connell, right? Kevin O'Connell. That's right. Former editor at Fox Sports Radio. Where you at? Iowa Sam. Is Dan Campbell younger than him? No, no, no. Cliff Kingsbury. That is incorrect. I have no knowledge of anything. Kingsbury is correct. That's right. On fire. Wow. What about uh, uh, Matt LaFleur, right? Matt LaFleur is younger. What about Peter LaFleur? What about (laughs) Peter? Yes, Matt LaFleur is correct. You know, I thought of quitting once, too. (laughs) (laughs) There are six left. Brian. There's six left? There's six left. Wow. Okay. Um, not oh, um, now Brandon Staley. That is correct. Yep. Brandon oh, Stefanski. Okay. Stefanski's correct. Oh, Pete Carroll. Stop. <laughs> Pete Carroll. That's Tom Brady's grandpa. Right, that was good. Pete Carroll. <laughs> there are four left. Um, Dennis Allen. That's right. That is incorrect. Oh, oh. That's a good guess. Come on, guys. Really? I'm brain, thinking. Brain, I'm going. Brain. I'm going through all the teams. These are easy. This team was in the Super Bowl. We said Robert Sala. We said. Uh, we said Sean McVay. Uh, oh, 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 oh! Uh, Zach Taylor. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Three left. Matt Rule. No. No. Wow, well, you guys are not. Oh, very Eberflus. Good at this. Eberflus. Arthur Smith, <laughs> Nick Sirianni, Dan and Campbell. Nathaniel Hackett. Oh. 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 Eberflus is older? I'm out. Right. out. Eberflus. Oh, Eberflus. Yeah, you even got the song in. Nicely done. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of coaches. What is that, 13, Frostburg? That, that is 13. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good game. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The biggest story in the NFL today, the NFL has decided to appeal the six-game suspension that was handed down by Judge Sue Robinson the other day to Deshaun Watson. And this makes me feel a hell of a lot better about the league than I did a couple of days ago because now it looks like the NFL is going to fight this. And I am so glad that Roger Goodell understands that This is a legacy-defining thing for me. We can either show that we need to be better as a a country and as the NFL, and we need to understand uh, what is done to women sometimes, and we have to show that we care about that, or we could say, let's just sweep this under the rug, six-game suspension, we want to move on, want to get to the NFL season. He understood that they can't do that that this, this will be a headline that would haunt the NFL for so long if he comes back onto the field. And now the NFL is fighting it, and I'm excited for it, and I want them to go to the wall. And I, if it's going to be ugly, it's going to be tied up in court, then it's ugly and tied up in court. And you know what? Especially, Mike, over how the response has been the last couple of days from both 
the Haslam's, the owners of the Browns, Deshaun Watson's camp, and the NFLPA. I mean, it, it just it, it stuns me about this because you have the Haslam's who have been just enabling Deshaun. There's a way to be behind your quarterback, and, and there's a way to, to be behind your quarterback, right? They're behind him and say, he didn't do anything wrong. He's very remorseful about what went on. No, that's not what Judge Robinson said. She said It's Deshaun also Watson not what showed, he said. Right. He showed zero remorse. He has shown zero remorse. says, I never did anything wrong. So the Haslam's, and the Haslam's gave him $230 million. The, you want to sign the guy? Okay. Okay, but you got to guarantee him more money than anybody else the NFL has. This is how the, the, the Browns and the Haslam's have reacted. Deshaun Watson's camp, he continues to be oblivious and by saying, I didn't do anything wrong. If you didn't do anything wrong, why didn't you testify on your own behalf? Why'd you have to settle with 24 women? If you did nothing wrong, why are you settling with 24 women? Why is this happening? Right? And now you have the NFLPA's part of this because now that this was the suspension that was announced, the NFL Players Association said, we're not going to appeal. We don't want the NFL to appeal either. Whoa. Okay. And now there's talk that the NFLPA could sue the NFL. I don't really know if that's going to happen. But the NFL Players Association is now making this a political thing. And I don't mean political Democrats, Republicans. I mean football political. Because now the NFLPA is taking this case and they're making it about you went light on Bob Kraft with the whole massage experience that he had. You went light on Jerry Jones which the, with the Rich Dalrymple situation. Hey, you can't just come down on Deshaun Watson for this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, there's some things that you can stand up and say, okay, this is not fair because you treated someone like this and then this other person needs to be treated that way. But there's a time and place and there's a case you can make for that. There's cases where you could say, okay, should this suspension be what this is for whatever reason? You're talking about 24 accusations of sexual assault that had to be settled. And this is where you want to stand up and plant your flag and say, can't do this to Deshaun Watson. And whoa, man, none of it, none of this is good. And the NFLPA has decided we're going to use this to air out our grievances with the NFL time and place. And there's cases you can do it for and cases you can't do it for. You really want Deshaun Watson to do this? I get you got to be behind the player. I understand that because you have to represent the players because that's what a union is all about. You represent players if you feel they're right, if you feel they're wrong, if it's somewhere in the middle. But is this where you really want to stand up and fight the NFL on on this? This is where you want to say, oh, I can't believe you did this. What are you going to do? What are you going to go back? And now we're going to talk about Ben Roethlisberger and his situations that went on because you're going to hear a lot about that going on with Roethlisberger. Why did Roethlisberger only get a a shorter suspension then. He only got the... I I mean, I get it. I understand that you can say, well, this this case doesn't have to do with that. No, no, no. But that's got nothing to do with it now. This is this case and Deshaun Watson, what's the just outcome for it? And to see the way that it's being reacted on the the Deshaun Watson front from his camp, from the Haslam's, from the NFLPA, man, I'm telling you, that's why the NFL is going as far as it is. Because this this, this is not just a bad optic for the NFL. This is now here's a guy that didn't get suspended long enough and he's kind of, and everybody's thumbing their nose at it. The NFLPA is, the Haslam's are in Deshaun Watson's camp is. Yeah, no, now it's time to go to the wall and make sure the NFL says, okay, you wanted this to be the way it was? You wanted to act this way? Fine. Here we go. We want an indefinite 
suspension, which is what the NFL wants. We want a big fine. We don't want him to escape because you loaded all the money into next year of his contract, knowing full well he'd get suspended this year. You are enabling the outcome of bad behavior to be something that's rewarded. All right, so now we're coming for you. So, so I look at that, and I see the NFL doing this, and I say, go, go, do your thing, and stay strong, and stay strong throughout this whole thing. Yeah, with the NFL, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, first off, from the settlement side, look, that's just pragmatism, right? It, that He wasn't getting anywhere near a field until that stuff was done. So the longer that played out, you know, and proving your innocence was going to, you know, beyond, you know, the reasonable doubt, et cetera, was going to be very difficult to do. So at some point, I, I guess you get to, even though you declared you were never going to do it at some point you see the writing on the wall and you recognize that your football future uh and your life doesn't move forward until you've come to the settlement so you've got that part of it for the haslams look tone deaf in their press release right talking about everybody being triggered with the way they responded to this etc and it's really bad and the optics are bad the guaranteed money that was how they got deshaun watson to ink a deal with them and not go somewhere else. Again, not not the great optics, but pragmatism of, all right, we're running a business. We think he's a top-five quarterback, and we have to grossly overpay because he's already crossed us off the list that he didn't want to come to Cleveland. So we can go back with another giant, sizable uh, Scrooge McDuck bag of money, and everybody gets their – signatures down in a way you move for the nfl there's a, there's a lot to it right the you've got precedent so that's where the cba comes in and why judge robinson can only go to six games but why she had so many carve outs as to why she was uncomfortable with it how it was terrible based on all the information in front of her like you said with with Deshaun Watson didn't believe anything coming out of his camp in terms of his proclamation of innocence but based on the way the CBA is written she did six games but also said well here's all the things you would have to do if you wanted to go after him further and the NFL looks around and goes well, we can do that because, well, the CBA gives the commissioner's office great power. And given the six games where there's so many allegations compared to other cases uh, that have been in this field, right, in, under under this part of the player conduct policy, that the league says, no, we, we want to come back. Whether it's 12 games, a full year, indefinite suspension, plus monetary damages, it, it's in their purview to do that. And you know who agreed to that? The NFLPA. So now they can't complain about what the, the next steps are because, you know what, you signed off on it. It's another great example of the NFLPA Getting some concessions, right? Fewer padded practices. You can't run two a days like you did once upon a time. Hell, you get you get thrown out of practice if you're even getting into any any type of real physical uh, confrontation. You saw Penning got kicked out uh, of New Orleans because, like, all right, you're just a menace at this point. So you you've got those concessions, but you know what you do? You 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 had to go and give up some of these other things that you're now realizing are that much more substantive that only affect a handful of players, but they're in there. Uh, and when the these do need to be adjudicated, you've left the judge, jury, and executioner is the same guy on the back end. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.